Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Potential. That's BetterHelp.com Potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Hey, potential podcast listeners. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being and let's get checked. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum. This is the Potential Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. How are we doing today, Taylor? Uh, we are doing well. Um, it's get definitely, I know you are in California, so it's not hurting you as much. It's definitely getting more cold out here in the uh, winter months as we are, you know, starting here in December. Craziness. Wow. Yeah, it's our first episode of December. And yeah, we only really feel the cold at nighttime. Um, I think today it was like 74 or something. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like- Oh, you know, in the middle of the day, it's 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 uh it's still we're still getting plenty of sun. It's at the it's nighttime when it can get down to you know 40s and even 30s, which is still you know not that cold. But for California, it gets pretty cold. But right now the there's these mountains that are you know north of where I live, and you can kind of tell if it's really getting cold or if we've had rain because of the snow, and they're still pretty bare. They're still pretty bald up there. Well, that's not too bad. How's everything going with you? You know, it's uh, it's going fine. Um, had a you know a lovely Thanksgiving, a couple days with family. Yeah, yes. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? We had just had Thanksgiving. That's right. We just had Thanksgiving last week. Uh, I know it's it's so weird this year with the pandemic. It just feels like time flies, even though time feels slow at the same time. That was good. You know, we went over to my aunt's house on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, everyone was wearing masks, and we had like seating outside and. She's got like, you know, like catered Thanksgiving dinner. So she's kind of nice to be with family and, you know, kind of keep some of those traditions going even through this year. And then um, earlier, you know, by the time we're recording this, I had like a little kind of late Thanksgiving slash birthday celebration with my other side of the family. 
Uh, my grandma just turned 84. Oh, very so, nice. Uh, that was fun little, you know, get together with the family. It's been, so that's been that's been pleasant. Otherwise, uh, what's been taking all my time right now is the crown. I have been watching the crown. I finished season two today, so I'm excited to get in season three. Well, I've but, been um, I've been binging. How was your Thanksgiving? Well. Oh, my Thanksgiving. What are you binging right now? Oh, I've been watching Bosch. It's this. Uh... Oh yes, Bosch with the smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> um, I I don't know his actual name, but no, yeah. right? Isn't uh, that actor? Uh, what type? Titus Welliver, the main actor from Bosch, I think is, is he's the. I never watched Lost, so I don't know. So <sighs> yeah, I watched. I decided twenty four. That was the route I took, which was a good decision. Less drama, but mm. no, uh, no, I started watching that a while back with my family, and uh, it's actually really good. It's a detective show, but it's not. Uh, it's it does follow like really good narrative, and each season gets deeper and deeper, like ten episodes, so it flows really well for for a series. But uh, Thanksgiving was good. We did a meet thing with my family. With, uh, I've been quarantining with my with my parents and siblings, so it was them and uh, my sister brought her boyfriend here, and uh, he ate all the stuffing or most of it anyway. And uh, not over that, but uh, no, we had a good time, and we did some card games. We actually just got a Christmas tree, just got that set up. The whole front of the house is all Christmassy. It looks like the Griswolds. Uh, so it's it's good it's really it's coming together my brother's birthday is coming up next week he's gonna be 18 which is crazy because all the kids are wow look out 18 yeah um yeah it's exciting exciting to be back in the holiday season you know it's it always it always kind of creeps up in a way and then once it's here it's like all right let's go go full out um i will say the one current thing that me and taylor both share of a real a uh, sense of uh, lackluster, uh, just grief, if you will, in this time, is we still both have been unsuccessful in getting a PlayStation 5. <laughs> and it's oh, driving just, us nuts, Don't man. get me. We're I trying... mean, we're so desperate. We're doing the, the Burger King challenge and the, the whatever. The these challenge these or, contests you know. Contests and, yeah. I mean, it's... like, it's just tough. Like, Every time it comes on sale, it's just like they only release like two or three and the bots get it before we can. So we're still hoping to, you know, get one before the end of the year. But right now our chances are getting slimmer and slimmer. But uh, we're still hoping for that. Um, Another nerdy news. uh, We just lost David Prowse, who, for those of you who may not know the name offhand, is the actor who was the body if you will of darth vader in the original trilogy yes um, it was. his voice was not up to what they wanted which is why they hired um james earl jones to voice vader but the actual body of vader and who was the person in the suit was david prouse and he passed away today i believe it was either today or yesterday yeah it was 85 um, years old and uh, it was really nice you know, another legend of the force there you know another great yeah. presence that you know you think part of, of, of vader half of it is the voice work and then half is the physicality in that presence and Just that's in, what he brought to that character and it's the, the fact that you know he's all he does is he's just in that suit you don't see him really acting with the facial expression or anything it's all in the physicality and it's what a legend because he just created that commanding presence that was well supplemented with james Earl jones so i was uh I was touched with all the great um, outpour of all the celebrities, uh, Edgar Wright and Mark Hamill. So yeah, 85, what a legend. What a legend indeed. So uh, thanks David Prowse for, you know, being uh, someone that, you know, brought such a incredible presence to the screen. Now for our topic today, we wanted to kind of take a little sidestep from our usual where we go and review, you know, a said set of movies or a video game or something. We want to talk about something that we all deal with on a daily basis and half the time don't even know it because we're just kind of programmed that way now. We want to talk about social media. Social media, the 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 pros of it, you know, there's a lot of pros to social media. Uh, the definite cons, kind of growing up with technology, you know, we, me and Taylor, you know, I'm, I'm 32 and you just turned 30 this year. Yes. And we didn't have a lot of this stuff when we were kids. No, we our, our formative years, until, you know, our, you know, our late teenage years. Yeah. Really. That's, you know, yeah. Well into our, you know, for, I guess the formative years, I guess would be in our late teens, you know, mid to late teens. Mm-hmm. That's when we're, we're pretty much 
you know, set in our ways or, or starting to kind of come into our own as adults. Uh, and yeah, I think it's, I think we are the best people to talk about this because of course, yes, maybe it wouldn't go to so much the entertainment side, but social media, like you said, is a huge part of pop culture. It's, it's part of culture worldwide and particularly the United States. But for us, I mean, growing up, I just, it's, I do remember the first time that I even signed up for a social media site and it wasn't really to what it is today, completely different. I, I think I remember my first social media website that I had signed up for was a site called Zanga. I oh, think see, it was spelled oh, yeah. X-A-N-G-A or it might've been Z, but I think it was an X. And really what it was, yeah. it, was a, it was a blogging site. Did okay. you have a Zanga? Do you remember that? No, I did. Uh, my first one was MySpace. I was one of the, the MySpace. Okay, yeah. So MySpace is typically for everyone. But yeah, I remember doing Zanga. And again, all it really was, it was like a precursor in a way, but it was more for blogging. So you could, you know, do certain passages and you can make a background and you could post pictures. And I don't even remember if they got to a point where you could post a song clip with it, but it was mostly just like a blogging thing. And then, yeah, MySpace kind of became the first big social media website that a lot of uh, you know young kids wanted to get on because it had this sense of it was a start of thinking of this is what the cool kids are doing i need to get on there make my unique profile and then i gotta, I gotta you know pick my my what was it top top five friends top eight friends whatever it was they had yeah. on myspace yeah it was all about i'm creating that kind of identity but let's even go back further not even with social media sites, think about going further. Do you remember doing, you know, the regional AOL, the instant messenger when you like, we first. Mm-hmm. I had AIM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, yeah, it's so funny. I think nowadays we, you can reach anyone you've met around the world in a matter of seconds. But these are back in the days, kids, for those of you who are younger than us listening and don't know what this does, there was a time before just like pure, easy Wi Fi. It was called dial up and you had to use your phone line to go on the internet. And it would have this long, annoying, and you had to connect to your phone to get on the internet. And AIM was a little side app of AOL. And it was like, you know, Messenger. It's like what Messenger is today, but it was like in its primitive form. And it was, I remember my username was Knight of the Stage. And yes, I mean Knight with a K-N. You know, I was a... a royal knight of the stage. Taylor's rolling his eyes, uh, yeah. rightfully so. Um, but oh, I remember that was fun, like in high school, and I think maybe in middle school, I might have used that. It was a fun way to, you know, again, not really so big into texting yet. That hadn't really become like a thing like it is today. That was a way to kind of like talk to your friends at school, but like in secret in a way, like in secret code, because it was well, like- Well, you had to plan it out too. I mean, mm-hmm. unlike today where you can just like, if you have messenger things like that, you can just do that. You had to like plan out like, Hey, uh, I'll hop on the chat. And I, I just remember having that. I had nothing really to say. I just, I just used it just because like, Oh, I have this. How you doing? You could see, Good. I mean, just like we know now you could see if certain people were on and you could have a chat going and there was little like stickers and stuff you could send. And it was kind of the cute first kind of text chat version of, so many apps we have now. I remember after that, I mean, I got my first cell phone, my first ever cell phone. I think I was a sophomore in high school. I think it was about 16. It was a flip phone and it had a little mirror on the front. And all this phone really could do was it could call, it could do text. And these are the days of text where you had to keep pressing the buttons multiple times to get the right letter. Yeah, it took so it you took 10 minutes to, text. to write uh, like uh, one sentence. Yo, hey, what's up? And um, and it could play Snake. That was yeah. about it. Same here. Yeah. That was like pretty much my first phone. And it's just oh, crazy to think as the years have passed, how much the, the phones can do now. We Now we have full, full-fledged computers. <laughs> we have computers with a camera in our pocket. Yeah, we've got um, a Tony camera in our pocket. And yeah. John, you wouldn't believe it. But we have a little, you know, you took a little photo of you. We're doing, a, of course, Dana Carvey bit. If you haven't yeah. seen that, please go watch Stand Up. He's brilliant. But okay, I remember as, as high school was going along, so I had a first cell phone. Mm-hmm. I also, during that time, got my first iPod. I was gifted an iPod video at some point in high school, 
that was the first time. I mean, I had owned CD players. I had had a Walkman. Oh, yeah. I had had, you know, I think I even had, I might have had some off-brand version of something that was similar to an iPod, but I didn't have the iPod. Did you have the Zoom? That was, it was like the Zoom, right? Was maybe it a like... Zoom or something. But that was the rage, man. Everyone, it's like, if you got an iPod. I can have a thousand the... songs on this thing. This is awesome. On... What? <laughs> And I got an iPod video. We all, and I we all became Keanu that. Reeves as kids. Whoa, dude. <laughs> you could watch video on this a little. And even now it's funny. I think like the iPod video screen's not that big, but at the time it was pretty cool. And the quality and it was like, yeah, you could play awesome. music, but you could also play music videos or TV shows or movies. And it was like a game changer. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that was the coolest gadget. So even though I had a cell phone that didn't really do much, the iPod was the ultimate. So you had this iPod starting, and this is all, you know, we're still years away from first hearing of the iPhone, mm-hmm. but I remember through the MySpace time, I remember using it. I liked it. I, I you know, it wasn't something I look back and I can really remember much about it. Um, yeah, mine's, I remember, still, mine's still floating around I remember the one point, I deleted it. <laughs> oh, you never deleted it? No, it's still We should try to hack into that and find that. That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah uh, a 16 year old taylor just floating away okay so obviously one of the biggest social media apps that is still pretty much the reigning champ today and has you know really grown to be this huge beast that has a ton of separate apps and you know it's just kind of crazy how big it is now um facebook i remember facebook hearing about it and i was a senior in high school and Back then, you had to have a college email to join Facebook. Nowadays, anyone can sign up. You know, they've definitely expanded it to so many people around the world, you know, and there's not really an age gap anymore either. But it was definitely, you had to have, you had to be a certain age and you had to have a college email address to sign up. And I remember signing up after I had, you know, kind of graduated uh, around that time where I definitely chosen my school and I got my first school email, I signed up for Facebook. And it, I, it'd be so fun. I only wish, like, you can't really see it now because of how much it's changed over, you know, the last 14 plus years. But I almost wish I could see, like, what was my first ever profile look like? You know, there's a lot of photos I don't have anymore from that that time in high school. Like, I wonder how much it's changed over the years. Yeah. I mean, now like, you can, you can see like, the memories of our posts, but it would just the, the retro look of it. And it's so funny to say our retro two thousand circa 2007 um, is when I, when mine was established, I know when mine was established, but it's hard to believe how many changes have gone. I mean, from when you first could message people, everyone just loved my, the thing was, I loved the poking. You could poke people and it was okay. Man. Poking was big. If people try to poke me now, I usually am like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. no one does this anymore. Yeah, there's so many things that are now almost extinct on Facebook. There's still, it's still definitely an option you can do, but that's right. Poking was such a big thing. and Or throwing the virtual this, sheep at someone. I'm like, who throws livestock at people? <laughs> and this is the idea of, you know, as a collective whole, there was something sleek and cool about Facebook. And because it had this link to college, there was something about like, oh, now I'm a college student and I have, you know, I'm a part of Facebook and I can share my cool stuff on there. It's just like, there's something that was so, uh, you know, desirable about being on Facebook, which is why so many people joined it and it took off the way it did. Do you remember the first time you, okay, it's so like Facebook, I said it, it started to really take off, but then starting to get cell phones that could do a lot more than like our first cell phone. I remember getting like a razor and the razor you know was a fancier flip phone it was still a flip phone but it was fancier but i remember like the first time trying to like get on the internet on the phone and that was like such a cool thing to like well, you could, and that like, was get before you web. had just the app because if you want to go anywhere you want to go to facebook or you wanted to go you mm-hmm. had to type it in manually and there was no like Oh, the quick search, you know, there was all that. There was so, none of that. It was all just through just had, through your uh you know web browser. I had the I had the sliding one. I thought that was the coolest thing, the sliding phone. I had a sliding one at one point. That was and, cool. And then there was the one where it slid like this. So it was kind of like a Blackberry. If anyone remembers mm-hmm. the Blackberries. Uh <laughs> there's people out there probably are listening who still have a Blackberry and we salute you. But yeah, the 
to get anywhere and the amount of time it took to actually load one of those pages and this is you're not on dial-up internet you're on a cell phone you're like but now it is instantaneous but how long it took just to load up like hey i want to show you this picture hold on hold on <laughs> it took forever it took forever I, I remember you know i'm a huge fan of movie trailers and i remember on dial-up sometimes trying to watch a movie trailer it would take like three hours to load this two minute trailer now it's like, yeah, it's at a, like just like that lightning fast. Um, but I remember, I remember again, I think because you and I are in this age that, you know, we were excited for new technology, but we didn't really uh, depend on it so much like we do now. There was still like not a huge care about it. Like I, I didn't think I was on it all the time. Um, definitely, you know, I was, you know, during those college years and stuff and relationships. So, you know, I was on my phone quite a bit, but I didn't have this, like this, it's just weird how, and we're going to get to this later in this episode. There is now this odd uh, second nature to you and your phone without you realizing it because of the addiction we have now to social media. Yes. Which is it, crazy thing. Like back then that was not how it was, you know, it was something I enjoyed participating in, but it's not like now where I, it's a scary involuntary thing it's just like breathing mm -hmm. just happened to realize oh we're doing this and it's a conscious effort not to do it but it's hard to remember what time that was in our lives where it just became like that i think it it would have had to been once i got into college and once like the first iphones and this first smartphones came out i think that was the turning point once you could get these apps and you could get all these things on your phone and because it was so easy and accessible, that changed it for me. I think that the fact that, oh, wow, this is there. I can look at it. I don't have to like set aside time, go to my computer. I think there was that time where you had a laptop probably going at the, obviously through high school and or yeah, my college. First, my, first, my first laptop I got uh, summer before college started. It was a Dell. Inspiring. Dude, you got a Dell. Yeah, me too. I got a Dell, man. And um, yeah, that bad boy lasted me six years, but it's true. There was a time where if you even wanted to go on Facebook, you weren't like kept logged in. You had to log in every time, you know, it wasn't like now where it just kind of knows it's you and it kind of just, you know, stays logged in all the time. It was a bit of a hassle to want to get in, and especially on the phone. Again, this is a time and age where even with these smartphones starting to come out, it wasn't quite touch based like it is now. And it still wasn't like, you hit A and it's automatically A. You know, some started to have the thing where it'd be like a full keyboard on the phone. But even well, then, think, like, you know, well, then that, a full that, email and a password, you know, it's, it was annoying. The ease of it. And I think there was a time then where we stopped using maybe our laptops more. We started using our phones more and our laptops less because I know nowadays I barely use my laptop, except obviously we're doing the podcast and we're doing, you know, stuff that you got to print up and maybe more significant stuff because with typing papers or things like that. But there's definitely been a shift where it's the ease and the access of a small little phone. You can do so much with it. There's no reason to use a computer or have to wait and load everything up where at the touch of your fingers, you can get to something instantaneous, which is, mm -hmm. which is incredible. So I think that was, that was definitely the turning point for, for, for all of us. Another big app that came out a few years after social i mean uh facebook that is now linked with facebook you know they own it and this has become such a big app and this has really been a huge part of what has led to certain things about this desire to be liked this desire to be captured desire to be filmed desire to be looked at is instagram instagram was a fun app that came out that you know it was like oh it's so you can post cool photos put filters on them you can start using tags you know we didn't have tags back in the day that's a whole new thing that would be like you know would be tag dogs of instagram anyone that tags that there's be a whole other side section you can go and look at people that posted dogs of instagram yeah you can tell people hey, yeah I, I'll, I'll just tag you just go go check out this photo i posted it's it's exploded to what it is now. I mean, there's millions of users. And I remember I got that in 2012, I believe. Because at the point, I remember at the time, I had an Android. And Instagram was not originally available on Android. It was mm -hmm. only available on iPhone. And then eventually they made 
Instagram for Android or something like that. And I remember getting it. And um, it's funny. I like Instagram more overall because it really is mostly just photos and videos. And it's not so much about the other side of Facebook, which we'll get to in the second half of this episode that has become very uh, political and very uh, fake news. Like um, it was just something fun about like, Oh, you know, you can take fun photos and the idea of the square image, you know, there's something, it, it was very kind of like class photography style. There was something hip about that app. And for some reason, you know, it's lasted to this day. And again, it's just blown up to even bigger than it once was. And it took me a while to get uh, Instagram. I didn't get one. Um, I had Facebook for would be about seven years until I ever got Instagram. And Instagram at that point was already out several years. I got like well into the time I was working um, after college and then on cruise ships. People kept saying, gotta get Instagram, get it. And I really liked it because, and I still do, because you're right, the ease of using it. And it was just perfect because like, I want to post photos or things like that. Now I can get that perfect photo and then everyone's going to see that. And, and the fact that then we're getting into the point where apps are, we're able to link our social mm-hmm. medias together. And now it's even more easy to access everything where, okay, I'll post this here. It's going to go on my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, like everything. And it, it's kind of funny. Like it makes you think of the episode um, where uh, Ryan's trying to create uh, wolf. He's trying to link wolf, all the yeah, stuff on but the that, office. That, yeah, exactly. But there is, something about that 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 is reality that we are even more dependent on the ease of access what appeals about social media and these things is because it's just become so much easier that's why we keep doing it because it's just it's easy as breathing it's easy as blinking our eyes and it's like yeah you know, i mean it's yeah. definitely you know you look at the base of social media is to connect with people that your friends with or family with or people that you like or admire and because we can't always see each other and especially this year in particular mm-hmm. we turn to our digital selves to interact and to you know talk to people and there's a lot there that becomes just like the simple norm now of you know i think it's been kind of nice like you you've taken it upon yourself this this pandemic to actually do some snail mail because that probably will make someone's day a lot better if they get an actual handwritten card or letter than a two-second text that they're doing on their couch that they yeah. don't remember they sent you an hour later you know there's something well, yeah. so you, you take the time to actually how do how that. it's evolved and and let's let's go back a little bit but i'm gonna backtrack a little bit because this okay on the surface when it started it wasn't social media but the life it has taken to this day is because we talked about watching videos we got to talk about youtube uh and youtube yeah i mean this was before all these social media sites you know youtube was just this Mm -hmm. cool thing where people posted you know fun funny videos and it's become something where now people are monetizing and and you can follow people you have like oh i love this youtuber Uh, we have a couple particular youtubers that we really enjoy we don't subscribe to but we we stay tuned to them quite we often. We watch a lot, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, shout out to if you if you listen to Jeremy Johns. Uh, so maybe you'll be on a guest. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of these people that are using it as their kind of social media, but also it's they're making money off of it, which is crazy. Yes, and the thing too is the fact that a lot of these apps were kind of made for one singular function, and now a lot of the apps do all the functions in one. Like yeah. on Facebook, you can post photos like you do on Instagram. You can watch videos and post videos like you do on YouTube. You can, you know, there's so many things that are now all in the same app. And again, you can connect to all these other apps. But yeah, YouTube YouTube was the funny, you know, oh, go watch dumb videos. And now, you, you know, it's grown to the point of not only just homemade stuff, but now some people make their entire living off of doing videos off of youtube and professionally well done stuff some of it yeah it's like yeah I you know we, we we often watch people that are uh you know they're reviewing movies or they're you know doing you know reaction videos are always fun but yeah it's kind of crazy how much it's evolved and even the fact of monetizing social media i mean like that and you know i never thought back when i joined instagram that you know not that 
you and I would be in this category anyway, but like it never Speak occurred to me that there, there would be, okay, well maybe Taylor, we'll see. But One day. I never, you know, the idea of like an influencer was not anything that we even knew about. The fact that maybe someone that is just, you know, very attractive could become a huge, get a huge following on social media and people in turn businesses and, you know, opportunities would arise or are they, are getting paid or they're getting, you know, gifts to then show on their social media, then with the product and they're like sponsored by them. And it's like, this is, it's also then gone into a huge advertising market, which is really the big thing of, you know, we've had it for years and years, this idea of, well, Facebook's going to start charging and Zuckerberg, you know, it's always like, no, Facebook will be free forever, but you are constantly hit with ads and this is another thing we're going to get to in our second half here about how a lot of that is all a huge marketing strategy and it's an algorithm. And that's why it's kind of creepy, but it kind of makes sense how we, you could be talking about uh, a Nintendo Switch, for example. Let's just say you're talking about Nintendo Switch. Yeah, just have a casual really conversation. Like the Nintendo, Switch, Nintendo Switch, whatever. Then 10 minutes later, you go and check your phone. You're scrolling through Facebook. And the first ad you see is for Nintendo Switch. It happens. It's bizarre. It's weird. It's a little Truman show like, but again, it's just kind of become part of our norm. And the thing is, no one can really complain about the idea that maybe the government's listening to us in our phones and stuff because we're constantly posting about our lives every day. We're certainly not discreet. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not shy about like, you no. know, and we in this new age too, especially with Snapchat this idea of posting and even now what has become TikTok, the idea of posting these funny, you know, funny things where you're not in the best light or you're not the most, you know, attractive. Posting these funny faces and these funny videos and memes have become a huge thing. These these kind of uh, the new kind of form of comedy of these these context jokes of stuff that could be you kind of have to know what it's talking about to get it, but like that's a whole other art form now. It's that it's a simple a pr- simple premise, but it's continue to take a life on its own. And and then there's these trending things where one photo could have so many different captions. And you know we we never and get in gifts as well as, uh, as mm-hmm. I call gift. They're gifts, right? It's not GIF. It's a gift. Gifts, yes. Okay. GIF. Yeah, that's a little another... like video. Yeah. It's basically like a boomerang almost in a way, but a little like little videos, and that's. It's that's another thing funny to think about now with texting. Texting has evolved to the point where more people prefer to text than be on a phone call. I remember as a kid, using the phone was something exciting, thrilling, but nerve wracking. It still and is. Now it's like, it still is. I don't even want to be on the phone. I think it's worse texting now. I think it's worse now because we're just like, why? Why don't I need to talk to you? Just, why are you calling me? You know. Now maybe we have FaceTime, which is cool. That was not a feature back then. I remember having to. My old Dell laptop, I had to buy a camera that attached on top of the computer. And it wasn't even that and good. And I used Skype. And it was okay. It was okay. It didn't really do the job very well. Now, you know, pretty much everything you have has a camera on it. That's a whole other thing that really bloomed. Really, probably, you know, in our college years on with cameras being on most phones. Now, most phones have better cameras than a camera. <laughs> You know, that's another like photography and people making movies on their phones. I mean, like, and then again, posting that on a YouTube and it's just like the list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to just be here and be like a lot of this is a bashing match. Again, there's been so many things that have made this an easier presence with, you know, we're looking at it. No, I'm gonna I'm interrupt it right there because I don't think it is a bashing thing. I think we are sitting back here, and we're going down this rabbit hole of our youth because I don't think we've sat down until now. We haven't uh, to look back and think about this. I think we're just sitting here in awe at wow, this is where social media, where the internet, where technology has led us, and and this is just not even that many years ago. And I mean, just a yeah. few short years, look where it's at now. Where's it going to go? It's, it's exciting and it is a little scary. So there, there, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. We're very excited and hopeful, but we're scared and nervous. And look what it, you know, look at, like it changed because now we have texting. We don't, we're even more inclined not to take a phone call 
And yeah. uh, there's so many people that don't answer their phones at all. What, what's the point of having the phone option? Uh, because nobody, yeah, can I just get a, I want I want a phone, but I don't want any uh, minutes, but it's a cell phone. No, it's really just a computer. I like in my pocket. Um, <laughs> no, you, you, yeah, you, you make a good point. It is a double-edged sword. And we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more of the other side that has kind of led to the problems of social media, especially thinking of the youth of today growing up with social media, which we did not do. So more about social media right after this. Mm. 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 What are you doing? What? Are you eating during this podcast? Yeah. So, is there a problem? So? Good God, man. Your munching is distracting. Hey, I can't help it. It's this new seasoning I got. It's so delicious. Seasoning, you say? Yeah, from the Steel City Salt Company. Did you make that up? No way. It's the best store where it comes to getting all of your seasoning, salted, and spice needs. Since 2011... It's been bringing a new era of exciting flavor to Pittsburgh and the surrounding regions from their popular flavors like garlic herb, dill pickle sea salt, and black and gold seasoning. Sounds great, but I don't live in Pittsburgh. Doesn't matter. They ship nation and worldwide. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so go to their website and check it out at www.steelcitysalt.com to order now. Free shipping on orders of $39 and up. Don't miss, and let's spice up your life. Hey, potential podcast listeners. We just wanted to take a minute here to say thank you so much for going along the journey of this first season with us. It's been such a blast getting to put this show together for the past few months. Next week is our 30th episode, and that will be our final full episode of season one. We're going to take a few months off and come back even bigger and nerdier and crazier in season two in 2021. That's right, Chris, but don't worry, uh, our faithful listeners. That doesn't mean that we're not going to be still out there. Uh, What we'll be doing between this time is we're still going to be bringing you some fun content with our potential picks, as uh, we'll probably be doing at least one or two a week as we try to review all the latest and greatest TV shows, movies, video games, etc. All the great things of pop culture that you enjoy and love, just like us. So please keep staying tuned to all those outlets of podcasting that you can get them. And of course, we like when you reach out and like and follow our social media pages. Again, that's uh, Twitter at The Potential Pod, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at The Potential Podcast. And of course, our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. Yeah, which is great about this. And what we're going to do is we like to encourage you all, listener, uh, to make sure you reach out to us because we want to hear from you. Uh, What we, uh, Chris and I, decided is we want to hear from you. If there's maybe episodes that you want to hear more about, what topic do you want to hear from us? Uh, Maybe there's a great movie or show that we haven't watched that maybe we should add to our repertoire. You name it, because we are doing this here for you. This is your podcast, and we just appreciate you joining us uh, along for the ride. So thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait to continue this bad boy. It's been such a pleasure, and uh, let's get back to this week's episode. And we're back. And we are now, Taylor, every time you eat during the podcast, somehow it just it's it's just spices up the life. It, it does up just, the party, you know, it? just a sprinkle of you know and a dash of inspiration. But uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to plan these lunch breaks better. But uh, yeah, we're back. As you know, Chris and I said, we talked about the double-edged sword of, you know, the first half of this episode, we were, we've been very excited and talking about, um, we have come from a generation like many of us, our fellow uh, people. Uh, well, I think we're a little bit more of the early millennial um, side, but a lot of the people of our generation, I think would agree that when we were introduced to a lot of these uh, technologies and these applications, these social media sites, we were tempered into it. We we grew and we responsibly, I think, knew that. Of course, nowadays you have people, um, our, our uh, you know younger siblings and kids that they're born into this world that it's like a second nature that people are getting social media sites you know before they're fifteen 
or even 18. And I think uh, wielding it and not really understanding the power of what social media is, because unfortunately, there's not always the light and the positive side of social media that we've come to see. Yeah, I mean, I look at thinking, what would be what would my life be like if from the time I was born, social media was already a big thing? You know, it's it's weird when I see young kids with iPads or iPhones or, you know, technology that they should not really be having until they're of a proper age. This is in my opinion. Um, there's certainly, you know, some cool educational tools that have grown over the last decade. Um, you know, there's Chromebooks that a lot of kids now use instead of using like physical books. And then, you know, there's, there's like, you know, these like leapfrog pads and stuff where it's like, it's kind of like a small tablet for kids to play games and learning that I understand. But, you know, an eight-year-old should not have an iPhone. That's just, you know, sorry, but it, it's, it's, it's weird to me that that's a thing. And there's a lot of kids out there that that's just their norm now. So they're already, they're already glued to their screen, whether it be a phone, a video game, a, you know, laptop, a TV, you name it. And then it's just weird to me to think of, are they still embracing spending time outside, playing in sports, you know, uh, outdoors, you know, stuff that I think we as kids, that was what we did to play. We, yeah, we had yeah, some we had, early video we, game systems. Yeah, we had TV shows in this course, I think, you know, because we, and also it goes to, I mean, this is a whole, the, you know, can of worms to open about parenting, which maybe we'll get into yes. that. Well, uh, maybe 30, in another season. Thirty We're seasons not here from to now. Judge. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But well, I will add on. I will add on that. Okay. I mean, also, if you think about it, you know, we've had a camera shoved in our faces. You know, as as babies and kids, we mm -hmm. are already in the spotlight before we have a decision. You've got parents who are, you know, making Instagrams and social media like groups just for their kids alone like oh this is uh all these pictures and babies of, of my son and, and their and, dogs yeah dogs too cats or, or their cats pets. yeah everything yeah and it's like well like if you if if i went back in time which i hope to do one day i don't know if i did yet but if we go back and i told people if you told me that people are going to do a, a site where it's just all about their dog i'm like you're nuts like that's why oh like my dog just you know smelt this flower i had to take a photo of it well you know taylor there's a whole site called instagram where you post photos of your dog or if you have a lovely sandwich why would i want to see a sandwich chris it's a very good sandwich um <laughs> it's a very fluffy dog uh no yeah it's true like if you were to go back in time and if you were to show like Instagram to someone like in the fifties, how would they, I wonder if, if their minds would just explode. That'd be a fun movie. Uh, you know, the social media trip back in time. Um, another thing too, is I, I think of our youth, our time in school, there's already so much you're dealing with in terms of anxiety and nerves, because one you're, you're going to school. So you're already in a, a population with other kids, your age, Two, there's that always that sense to want to fit in. Who are you? Find your place. And, you know, especially with like elementary school to middle school and even to early parts of high school, there's not so much a broad spectrum like there's today of accepting different types. It's kind of very like we all kind of want to be the same kind of person. We, we, we kind of cling on to those, those clicks and those types that, you know, those archetypes that we see in a lot of schools. And so you're already going through that. And now think of social media of you go to school one day, you're talking to friends and then you go on social media that afternoon and you see that one of your friends has posted something on Facebook that is a negative about you to another friend and you can see it. And now we're getting like cyberbullying. And there's just things where it's like, I, I'm reading this data of, you know, uh, rates of like suicide rates, especially for young girls has like skyrocketed over the last 10 years. And it's like, well, duh, it's because of the social media apps. You know, there's these things of, you, there's so much you can do behind a person's back or tease well, them without, without exactly. ever, uh, you know, confrontation. And that's actually a thing that relates to everything, which is why I think in a bit, I'll talk about the political side or people just, they just can say what they want well, and they can cause a fight. 
but they're never going to meet that person so they no. don't they don't care you know? and also well the thing is also you have the the thing about bullying and unfortunately that's going to be something that's that's been around since the dawn of time and that'll Probably be around forever. Forever. It, yeah, yeah, it happened. But when you know we're growing up as as kids in middle school and then early high school, we didn't like the bullying. It stopped at school. It stopped at school. You went home, done. And now you have social media sites where I can harass you and I can reach you anywhere because social media is everywhere. You can't avoid it unless you are unplugged, completely not on it. Now it's like, you know, they have more power than ever, and then you mm-hmm. feel like I can't get away with this because now people don't even know me are seeing this stuff that's not true or this blasphemy or this, you know, the slander and, and, and uh, slander spoken, it'd be libel print um, Spider-Man reference, but uh, you're right. It's, it's scary because now as we've recently seen, and I think this is in, in a lot of countries, but specifically right now in the United States, we've seen um, it take to a further um, scarier level in terms of politics. There's a lot of this mm-hmm. negative and, and hor- it doesn't, and we're not here to, we're not taking sides at all of, of any political. No, but it's, it's ridiculous that, you know, certain people are being muted or their posts are being taken down because, you know, it uh, goes against maybe ethic standards of whatever Facebook or Instagram, you know, what, what they've doctrine yeah. to be. This is our rules of how to use this site properly. And then some people are posting things that are completely, you know, harmless, but because of the wordage or the verbiage, um, are getting written up, you know, or, or you've been banned from Facebook for, you know, two days or, you know, and it's just crazy how, like, where is that thin line of, again, this fake news, real news situation, which is why this is kind of a dangerous thing is, you know, a lot of people get their news off of social media. You know, there's a news icon on the Facebook app where there's, you know, a bunch of news stuff pops up and, you know, people share, uh, sites you know articles all the time on facebook it's a lot of people that's where they get their news about oh the election or uh what's going on in the country what's going on abroad what's going on with this and some of it can be you know it's like what is the source proper is it an actual you know listed website or is it just some random you know clickbait and as we've seen is when you are looking up certain articles quite often maybe you happen to be uh more inclined to read about now this conspiracy theory this or um, we've even talked in, on the very uh, low key side. If you're, you know, looking up a lot about Nintendo Switches, or you, you're reading up a lot of Italian food, and then you start getting more advertisements or more that clickbait to you, and that's the scary side of social media because it's designed that way to hone in on your patterns and what you do, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, you then you just keep going down that rabbit hole of looking up uh, articles and articles, and, and they're not even from legit. Yeah. <laughs> it never does. Well, actually, that brings me up to our our point here is, um, me and Taylor both watched a quite interesting documentary film. I watched it when it first came out, and you just got to, around to watching it, The Social Dilemma. This was a, a movie that came out directed by Jeff Orlowski. It came out this year on Netflix. And it's a part, part fictional, you know, there's some scenes that are kind of like describing some, you know, things going on that are kind of like acted out, but it's a lot about these former employees or CEOs or, you know, workers at some of the top social media websites. And they're kind of coming clean saying that there's, there is this algorithm in this kind of design to these apps especially things like facebook that it's true they are meant to read your patterns they know exactly who you look at how long you look at someone's profile or their picture how long you watch a video when you stop watching a video how long you listen to a song all this stuff and it goes into not only who then pops up on your feed it also pops up you know different advertising and that's why you see a lot of clickbait or stuff that relates to what you've been talking about and it gets this pattern where their ultimate goal is to keep you on as long as possible on the app because the more advertisers they get through you know we're so used to it now but like anytime you watch a video on facebook on instagram on youtube usually you have to go through like a 10 second ad before you can watch the video Mm -hmm. or you'll be watching the video and the video will stop a minute in and you see like a 10 second ad well, every time that ad plays, they make money and you're one of 
billions of users yeah. that might see that same ad and the you know and that's just one minute of probably four to five hours you might be in social media apps in a day without knowing and it's a lot of you know a lot of cha-ching right there it's why they, they make it the big bucks but it's very interesting to see these people kind of come clean saying like there is this algorithm and this this kind of these, these things that are set up to not only make you the user want to constantly be on these apps but it's why because we've now formed this weird addiction of social media something we did not have when we first started you know i i i've done a few social media cleanse where i will try to just delete the apps for like a week or two but i literally find myself you know my phone will be down the floor and i'm playing a video game or watching netflix or something and then i'll just randomly pick it up go on facebook scroll for like five seconds turn off the app put it down Mm-hmm. two minutes later i'll do the same thing well and then like yeah. instagram i'll go on for like you know i'll watch a couple stories turn off whatever and then i'll do it again and it's like and i have <laughs> i have screen time on my phone so it tells me and i have you know i have a limit set for most of my apps and i find myself constantly it you know iphone will go like you've hit you know the app will shut down and it'll say like you've hit your time limit for the day but then you can just hit ignore ignore for the day i do it all the time simple as like a snooze button oh, i'm gonna stay yeah i'm just like no nah, i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep scrolling and it's just like crazy the the addiction now we have to social media how much we want to use it and again because we like what we get to see and we especially like when we are loved we like when we post a photo of something going on in our life and we keep seeing people like it or commenting on it you know it's something that it's like it feels good it's it something good deeply rooted in humanity that we have this we're vain we're a strong thing that we want to feel connection that we want to be adored and, and it's that feeling and like oh i post this photo it's only got 10 likes but this one got fifty thousand. so yeah it's just this weird thing that i never would have thought in my life when i was growing up that oh i post something on there and none of people like it like what's this but it is this inane thing that we have to, we have to be liked and we have to be cherished and we have to be relevant. We've all become uh, wannabe celebrities, you know, as Andy Warhol and that's once the thing said. Too, is yeah, things move so yes. quickly. Things evolve so quickly. Whatever could be the hottest commodity on a Monday by Wednesday, it's forgotten. It's old news. You know, oh, that's now that thing is the coolest thing. And yeah, you kind of hit on the head there a little bit. You know, when we were young growing up and if there was, you know, people you would think to desire in terms of like, who do you think is the most handsome or something like that? It wasn't really about who was at your school. It was like movie stars. You know, you think like, oh, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, you know, that's kind of who you thought. Now, because we all incessant, you know, we all kind of are, our own little mini celebrity. And there's a ton of people now on social media that are not film TV people that are these getting millions of followers and there's models or they're influencers. And now, you know, especially, and it's not just men, it's men and women. There's just this, you know, now we're finding this pattern too of uh, jealousy of not only from a sense of how much the following is, how many people like their pictures, but wow, they're posting every photo they, they post is they're just like so in shape and they're so chiseled and beautiful. And I'm over here, you know, eating another cupcake and I'm sitting here scrolling through Facebook wishing I looked like that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a sad reality is like a lot of people take those rabbit holes and they don't get out of them instead of waking up and going, you know, I could go outside and go for a walk and go for a walk every day. And eventually and, I would put, start to slim down and, and you know, put I'd down that cupcake. Better. Yeah. You know, um, yes. And also Get some there, celery instead, you know, and there's the, their more extreme side of that where you have uh, the, uh, I mean, the adult film world is now you have these social media sites where people pay to, you know, people sell their bodies, you know, just, Oh, these are, you know, these, only fans. You know, yeah. Only fans. These erotic photos that people are sending. It's like, you know, for this podcast, it's only fan, but uh, yeah, we're well, working on get fans. So, yeah. 
I'm gonna show a little more skin. Uh, actually, we lost it. We got negative fan now. Uh, but, okay, only fuh. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, that's the other extreme side of it. But you've got these Instagram followers, you've got Facebook and Twitter. I mean, and then Twitter, what a simple premise that was. And, and, and that's come out. And then, you know, but that, that still continues to be all the rage because what, what do all these things have in common is that they're so easy to use. And by mm-hmm. definition, because they're so easy to use, uh, we fall into that trap of, oh, well, it's very easy. I can, I, it makes my life better and it's going to, you know, enhance me. But then uh, we just become ingrained in it that, it, like you said, it's hard to break away from these habits. And I'm sure there are probably groups out there, you know, social media, uh, social addicts anonymous, um, you know, that... <laughs> hi my name's chris hi chris i haven't used instagram in two years here pen no it's it's probably true i bet there are people out there that have little groups like this for self-help and which they should you know there's and i'll say in a way a reason why we kind of thought it was important to talk about this today for this first episode of december is we were already in a very difficult year 2020 has definitely been a a tested year for all of us uh this coronavirus has been no joke you know again we are we're so thankful for all those that put their lives on the line to take care of those that are ill and you know we're trying to do our best here with you know wearing our mask and doing our part but the holidays can be a very difficult time already on their own the anxiety the the need to be with family the need to buy gifts and social media, you know, again, because we haven't really had this, this comfort to go and see friends because of the pandemic, we're all like constantly on social media. It's our crutch. It's was, our virtual crutch yeah. that we're leaning on yeah. in these tough times. And, you know, with the holidays, I think it's just important to kind of remember that as great as that can be, that, again, it's just an app. And, you know, it's just, you know there's still better ways to connect with friends. I think than being stuck all the time on a phone. And I mean, FaceTime's a great thing. I think that's a, a brilliant thing because again, it's like a phone call, but you're actually seeing the person. So again, it feels a little more personal. You're actually seeing. Well, I guess you know, we're recording this podcast. We're using zoom and, and I think it it's better. We can talk face to face and none of just yeah. hearing each other. Um, you can, you can, you can say it, Taylor. What am I wearing right now? You're wearing a robe. He's very comfortable right now. Yeah, I'm wearing a robe, people. It's cold in California, so I, you know, I don't wear have clothes underneath. I'm not yeah, just like, you yeah, know, it's like, well, I'm not Hugh, Hugh Hefner over here. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but, uh, the podcast. No, no I just, but, you know, I, yeah. I think it's important to say that, that, you know, it's it's such an important time of the year where we're really we're thinking about the care of others and we're thinking about the gift of others. But something that sometimes you got to take care of yourself. And I think as much as I, you know, am preaching that social media has pros and cons. I know I'm definitely my own, you know, worst enemy because I'm constantly on them. And so that's something I kind of look forward to trying to better myself with in 2021. Maybe one of my resolutions will be trying to limit, really limit your social media use per day because write, write it's, more it's, letters, you know, do ridiculous old, old yeah. school methods of doing that, you know, old maybe, school you know, maybe when's the last time you sent a friend an email, hmm? even an yeah. email, even an email, a nice even word email, or even just people might be call. like, what they're like why are you calling yeah me? i mean a phone call can always be nice so anyway folks you know thanks for listening today we we had fun with this um again it's kind of fun to not always talk about the nerdy stuff but this is definitely something nerdy i mean social media technology mm-hmm. how it's evolved over time you know there's definitely pros and cons there and i'm like yeah i'm curious to see what what will it be like 10 years from now you know, or even, we have, or even uh, five years from now, even five years from now, the way it's growing, um, you know, there, there, we could hit a day and age where Facebook is obsolete and there's now a new website that is the, the King social media app. So who knows, but um, we're definitely excited here. We're in December. So again, it's holiday season and uh, next week will be our final big episode of this season. So stay tuned for some, holiday fun i think we're gonna have some holiday fun next week taylor aren't we yes we are and i think uh, you'll be looking forward to some uh, familiar faces or familiar voices as we ring in the holiday season 
and to really appreciate and make the most of finishing up 2020. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.